0: BestBookBits.com brings you Part 3 of the book, The Power of One More by Ed Milet. If you haven't watched Part 1 and 2, click the link below to watch those. But on with Part 3, One More Try. It ain't over till it's over, Yogi Berra. If you ever want to achieve anything meaningful in your life, the strategy you must master is One More Try. Here's why. One More Try doesn't run in an isolated path in your life. It's an overarching concept that links to many of the other strategies in this book. One of the core beliefs I hold is the importance of compounding. Compounding takes place when you attempt one more try, time and time again. When you are successful in implementing a one more try mentality, you'll create and compound more wins for yourself. Each of those wins creates an incremental advancement toward your goals. You stack them on top of each other to produce significant long-term changes in your life. Here's a simple example that illustrates the point. When you were a child, the first time you tried to ride a bicycle, you didn't do so well, did you? You probably started with training wheels, going slow, and with your mum or your dad by your side to steady you. As you climbed on your bike day after day you got better by learning how to balance, pedal, and go forward. Eventually, those training wheels come off, and slowly but surely, you started to ride away on your own. Not long after that, you were whizzing up and down the streets and sidewalks without a care in the world, and your life had changed forever. Until you understand and embrace the fundamental life-changing power of the one more try, you won't fully understand why it's essential to try and make one more call. Do one more set, in the gym, meet one more person at a convention or learn one more skill to put your head and shoulders above everyone else. When you act and do the same things as everyone else, you'll get the same results as everyone else. When you implement a one more try mentality, that's where you'll find your greatest successes and your most significant personal growth. Doing so also will give you more confidence than your competitors. It's a secret weapon of sorts. Although they may not see it, You'll know you're willing to do more than them. You're eager to make one more try than they are. That's a tremendous advantage in your favor. This isn't exactly a new idea. Confucius understood the battles that go on in a person's mind when he wrote, The man who thinks he can and the man who thinks he can't are both right. Confucius knew that an individual executes to the level of what he or she believes in themselves. Confidence fuels your belief. That you're worthy of making one more try. Many people like to think of themselves as overachievers. If you call yourself an overachiever, you're declaring that your standard practice is to go above and beyond what's necessary for achievement. To be an overachiever, you must wholly embrace one more try. There is another critical component to this. Even though you may be willing to do the things that other people aren't willing to do, you must be intentional, and look for opportunities in everything you do. You must be intentional and look for opportunities in everything you do. That mindset must become second nature to you. When you practice this strategy long enough, it becomes a reflex. You don't think about it, you just do it. On an even more fundamental level, you must believe that you can create a one more try life for yourself. This is like confidence, but it's more about creating a higher level of self-esteem. Many people don't buy into themselves enough, and the limitations they live with come from within. Being your own worst enemy is something I've seen a lot. I don't buy into this limited mentality, and I don't want you to either. It doesn't have to be that way. I learned a long time ago that we all have the wisdom inside of us to create the future we want for ourselves. Most of us simply don't tap into this rich vein for whatever reason. We block that part of our identity and accept something less. Sometimes we accept a lesser life because we weren't given a good role model to follow or have suffered through adversity that's made us mentally fragile. We wither under criticism and refuse to dig deeper to find the mental toughness and grit that even we didn't know we had. Here's something that should excite you. When you do break through, the places where one more try takes place are a lot less crowded than when you run with the pack. Most people give up. They don't do the work you're willing to do so they won't get the results you'll get rather when you move into this new place where one more try is the norm the law of averages is now working in your favor simply stated more tries equal more successes more tries equals more successes that's a good place to start if you're looking for the boost you need to start implementing one more try busting open the piñata One more try is so important that I want to give you a few examples to drive home the point that often in life, it feels like we're making no apparent progress, even though we are. My favorite of these is what I call, busting open the piñata. Life is like taking swings at a piñata. It's also an excellent metaphor for how to understand the impact of one more try. There's no external evidence that we're making progress, and that's why people often quit before getting to the part of their lives where the candy comes out. The perfect example of this is from a few years ago when I went to a birthday party for a five-year-old. At the party, there was a piñata. And one by one, the kids put on the blindfold. They stepped up, they were given a bat, spun around, and then told to swing at the piñata. The first couple of kids grazed the piñata. They were disorientated and didn't know which direction to swing. Even with with some well-intended help from their fellow partygoers, they did no apparent damage to the piñata, or so it seemed. These kids got a little frustrated when nothing came out. What they didn't realize is that inside, the piñata was slowly breaking down. The kids who went up later figured out the game a little bit more. They stepped up, bat in hand, and took their swings. Many of them made solid contact and did some damage, whether they knew it or not. The compounding effect of pounding on the piñata, even if it seemed like a piñata was holding firm, was making a difference. Every time a blow landed, those kids made invisible progress, growing ever closer to the ultimate goal of busting it wide open. All the kids shrieked with anticipation after each thump. After a few more whacks, they sensed the papier-mâché beast was weakening. Still, the piñata would not break. When all the children had taken their swings, mum blindfolded the birthday boy and he stepped up for his turn. That little man reared back and with one mightiest one more try you were ever going to see, he busted that piñata wide open. You know what comes next? More than a dozen children scurried to gobble up all the treats and goodies that had fallen from the piñata. Was it that one shot that busted the piñata wide open? Absolutely not. It was the compounded accumulation of all those hits that contributed to achieving the goal of getting the candy it was the compounded accumulation of all the hits that contributed to achieving the goal of getting the candy too many people quit their businesses their workouts or their relationships before the candy comes out although they're making progress it doesn't always show up externally My advice to you is keep hitting the piñatas of your life. Whether you can see it or not, you're making more progress than you might think. Is this starting to sound like your life yet? It should. We all swing at a lot of piñatas, and early on, we don't generally bust those piñatas open. You are a lot closer to realizing your goals and dreams that you may think, and this is a perfect metaphor of that concept. Just like the children, you're making invisible progress in your life. Unfortunately, most people don't stick around long to realize the outcomes from that progress. However, when you know that you're moving forward, even when you can't directly see you're moving forward, you'll stay more focused on your processes and tasks to accomplish your goals. Invisible progress is more than having faith. It's knowledge you've acquired because your efforts produce results on other things you've attempted in the past. When we do bust open a piñata, We get an undeniable rush. You've experienced it many times. You know exactly what that rush is. In fact, the harder it is to bust open that pinata, the more intense the rush is. As we keep swinging, anticipation builds. Adrenaline kicks in, confidence grows. You may even get a little angry as you dig deeper and refuse to yield. In your pinata, the candy that tumbles out can be your bliss. It's your financial freedom. It's falling in love with that special someone in your life. It's landing the dream job you've always wanted. Or because you didn't give up, you gave it one more try. And over time, those efforts compounded until you got precisely what you wanted. You must tune out the naysayers and all the negative distractions to focus on, busting your piñata wide open. You'll feel disorientated at times, doubt may creep into your mind, and you may think that's your goal. Is not worth it. Until you learn how to win those battles, you'll never enjoy what your piñata holds for you. If you stay with it long enough, you'll enjoy the fruits of your labor, and everyone else in your circle who sticks around and supports you will enjoy those things as well. Take your swings as many of you need, get that candy, there are a lot of piñatas waiting for you to bust open and enjoy. A father, a daughter, and the power of one more try. I want to tell you what happened on April 26, 1998 and why that date means everything to me. I was relatively new to the business world and I was scheduled to give a presentation that night to 40 people on my team. The RSVPs didn't materialize the way I wanted to and by the time the presentation rolled around, only eight people showed up. I was crushed. I started to doubt whether this was a career for me. I began to think maybe there was something better out there. Something else? that I was meant to do with my life. I was frustrated and discouraged and didn't know I should keep doing this or not. I sat down and had a talk with myself. It's as honest as I've ever been. Had I done everything I could for as long as I could, had I done the right things at the right time, I really needed to decide if I had put forth my best effort to make a go of it. Because I was candid with myself, the answer was no, That's a hard thing for a proud man to admit to himself. Hard, but necessary. Even more important, I had to acknowledge my shortcomings. Until that point, I had followed a pattern of quitting when things got hard or embarrassing. I found it easy to pull the plug. Too easy. Instead of walking away, I dug my heels in and decided I was going to give this one more try. I was going to empty my tank and do everything that I could do to make sure that I had given my very best to my chosen profession. Retreating and giving up were no longer options for me. I set my old limiting identity aside and launched a new version of myself, that come to Jesus talk with myself, that refusal to give in, and my decision to go from the distance by tapping into one more try changed my life forever. From that night forward, my efforts and my mindset turned into a business life that has paid me hundreds of millions of dollars. There's one example I want to share with you. Fair warning. Fair warning. There's a proud parent moment ahead. Those of you who are mums and dads will completely understand where I'm coming from. As I write this, my daughter Bella is 17. Wow, where did the time go? Much to her credit, she recently decided it was time to get out and get a job. Bella applied at a local pizzeria in town and had a great interview, and they were ready to offer her the job until one final question tripped her up. They asked if she was 18 yet. Since the pizzeria served beer, it was a minimum age requirement, and she didn't meet it. Bella called me right after she left that interview. She was dejected when she shared the news. I was bummed. As a parent, when your child hurts, you do too. But that's not the end of the story. Uh, Half an hour later, Bella called again. The first words out of her mouth were, Dad, I got the job. Talk about someone else getting candy from the piñata. Your daughter busted open. I can't even begin to tell you how elated I was. And... I was curious. After a disappointing setback, most teenagers will turn their tails between their legs and head home. But as she was leaving the pizzeria, Bella noticed a small cafe next door. Instead of passing by like 999 out of the thousand job hunting teenagers might do, she went inside and started talking to the hostess. One thing led to another, and it turned out the cafe was looking to hire someone, and that person didn't need to be 18. Bella met the manager and was hired on the spot. That's how my beautiful daughter, using one more try, took a potential defeat and turned it into a victory itself. I'm hard-pressed to come up with one more perfect example of how pushing yourself and using one more try can work in your favor. It would have been so easy to give up, but because Bella made an effort to talk to one more business, she got a job and it changed her life. Perhaps the coolest part is that she did it all on her own, like father, Like daughter, it's one of the best proud parent moments I've had in my life. This is spoken by Ed Meinlick, by the way, not me, the narrator, Michael, bestbookbeats.com. just want to put it out there. Three ways that one more try can turn you into an overachiever. Your path to becoming an overachiever is linked directly to one more try. The more you try, the more you achieve. Here are the three overachiever principles to consider. Extremity expands capacity. Your most significant gains don't come from places you're already at or where you've already been. Your greatest gains and successes happen when you push yourself to new places and new limits. You create an extreme condition compared to what you're used to, and when you do that, you expand your capacity for success. Your new level of capacity becomes your new norm. As you become more comfortable pushing yourself to extremes, you become more confident because you know what waits for you on the other side. If you're worried about pushing yourself to the point of exhaustion, don't be. I'm not saying that you shouldn't get your rest, but I've found that most people are tired from too little activity instead of too much activity. High degrees of activity produce energy, and you feed off this energy, much like batteries. If you don't use your energy, you tend to lose it over time. But when you use your energy, that produces even more energy. When you produce more energy, you can go to a more extreme place. Once you've been to that place, you're able to see it, feel it, touch it, and understand what that new level of capacity is to you. Those of you who know me now know why I've adopted the motto, Max Out for 30 years. I've understood that maxing out your life creates a new extreme level. That new extreme level creates a new capacity and the place where you will grow and achieve the most results. In other words, when you max out, you will also max up. Winning is a numbers game. If you want to be an overachiever, you must create better numbers for whatever is important to you. Much of your success will come down to your commitment to executing basic tasks again and again. You must learn to do simple things well. You must be obsessed with perfecting processes repeatedly until you create big enough numbers to give you the wins you're looking for. Overachievers don't think in terms of quality or quantity. They think in terms of quality and quantity. Tiger Woods doesn't just go through the motions when he practices hitting golf balls from two to four hours a day. He is obsessed with repeatedly hitting each ball the right way with the same backswing, same stroke and same follow-through each time. If you watched The Last Dance, a documentary about Michael Jordan and the Chicago Bulls, you saw how hard Jordan pushed himself. You either got on the board with Michael's level of practice and play, or you didn't last very long. Jordan didn't land in the record books by accident. He understood that you must put in the work and rack up the numbers when you practice so that you can rack up victories of all kinds when you play. The highest achievers always condition themselves to incorporate one more try into their daily routines. As I mentioned, there's less competition when you rise to that level, and your victories will be bigger and better in all cases. Perhaps you've coasted from time to time in your business, maybe you haven't applied one more try to its fullest advantage. Everybody goes through peaks and valleys, but you shouldn't wallow in those valleys for very long. You'll know when you're not putting forth your maximum effort. You'll know when you're not doing everything you can to make you and your business as successful as possible. You can hide from yourself sometimes, but you can't hide from the numbers. The numbers are black and white reflection directly related to your effort. It's easy to compare mouth-to-mouth or year-to-year sales volume phone calls and other metrics you should have no trouble keeping track of how often you go to the gym how many sets and repetitions of weights you lift or how many miles a week you go for a run you can't dominate when you don't crank out better numbers than your competitors or when measured against your past performance levels nothing creates everything in the beginning god created the heavens and the earth now the earth was formless and empty Darkness was over the surface of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the waters, and God said, Let there be light, and there was light. The opening of Genesis. Some theologians interpret Genesis as God creating the whole universe out of nothing. He just spoke existence into being out of total nothingness. I happen to be one of those people who also believe this, and I go into greater detail about my faith as part of one more prayer in chapter 18. This belief is known as cleatio ex nihilo, and the answer to hold the universe came to existence. Cleatio ex nihilo teaches matter is not internal, but had to be created by some divine creative act, frequently attributed to God. Here's how that applies to your life. When you push yourself and empty everything you have inside of you to the point of having nothing left, that's when everything will be created. When you empty yourself, you create room for new experiences goals, and efforts. Bruce Lee echoed this sentiment when he said, empty your cup so that it may be filled. I'm not talking about driving yourself to physical exhaustion. You should never put yourself in this state. What I'm talking about is always doing one more. When you do, you're emptying yourself out. When you have nothing more to give, you have reached a state of ex nihilo, and you're ready to fill yourself up in a higher capacity. Making the power of one more try work for you. Life won't hand you opportunities. You need to be the type of person who goes out and creates opportunities for yourself. Don't wait. Be aggressive and understand that one more try does not have to be perfect. It simply needs to be attempted. It simply needs to be attempted. When you hide from one more try, all you're doing is disguising your insecurities. Even when you don't get exactly what you want when you attempt one more try... The next time you try again, you're not starting from scratch. You're going to be starting from a new level of experience that you can leverage to increase the odds of a better outcome. As you implement one more try, you'll also create new levels of capacity. These levels are where you find your most satisfaction. The more often you attempt one more try, the more often you'll win because winning is frequently a numbers game. If you execute well and give your maximum effort, Also, keep in mind that you'll create new possibilities to fill up your life when you make every possible attempt and empty your tank. The key to one more try is to be intentional. You must have the strength and the focus to take steps that will drive you closer to where you want to be in life. This is not always an easy thing to do. It requires a quiet determination to stay the course. Or, as Mary Ann Radmatcher once said, courage doesn't always roar. Sometimes, courage is quiet voice at the end of the day saying, I will try again tomorrow. And that's a wrap on part three of this amazing book, The Power of One More by Ed Milet, One More Try. Stick around for the next part, part four in the series one more, and the five principles of time management. If you want the complete summary to this book, click the link below to download this. Also, buy this book from Amazon, an amazing book. We at Best Book Bits have done 1,000 book summaries in video, written and audio format. So follow us on bestbookbits.com. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. Check us out on Spotify, Google Podcast, and Apple Podcast. Again, if you need coaching in your life, I do one-on-one high-level consulting. So, either personal development, if you're a business owner, whatever it is you want to take your life to the next level, you need a high-level coach. So click the link below to book in a free 15-minute chat with me and see if we can work together. Thanks for watching and listening. Have yourself an amazing day and stay tuned for the next part, part four.